Hello, welcome to Reboot. This is Paul Bolton. I'm your host, where we are focused on 21st century enrollment management. I'm looking at things from a different lens, a different scope. And uh, today, I wanted to admit something. I am a secret shopper. If you work, especially if you work at a larger university, but also some of the smaller universities, I've, I might have inquired at your school. More than likely, I've been a transfer or graduate or certificate inquiry or prospect at your university. It's me. It might be a different first name or different email address, but it's me. Why am I doing that? I hope I didn't just like upset anybody, but why did I do that? Do you think I did it because I wanted to gain competitive, like I wanted to gain uh, knowledge about the, the product or competitive information? Nope. That's not why I did it. That's not why I do it. I do it because I want to know what, is, what a prospective student goes through at other universities. Small, college, and universities, uh, small and large, for-profit, non-profit, online, brick and mortar. I want to know what that's like. Here's why I want to know what that's like. One, because not only am I doing that at other universities, I'm constantly doing it at my own, right? I doing it to see what, how my team's performing and how are we responding, or also just so I can see what it's what the pathway's like for our own prospective students. When am I being contacted? If I'm not responding to the communication, when is a follow up? There's a lot of talk around developing academic programs and growth and the health of the institution and a lot of it is going to rely on your enrollment growth I mean it's that's where a lot that's I mean that's that's a huge piece of it the only way to grow that is to get more students and then when you get them also retain them it's a whole other thing but getting more students and matching the right student to the right program um the numbers that are out there can be deceiving as far as the opportunities that are out there, especially for the some college no degree students. And then with the graduate students, the number yes, there's numbers out there and there's a heavy population, but from inquiry to matriculation, the number changes quite drastically uh, because some just aren't ready. Sometimes it is a cost or a time thing and they're not ready to move forward. So that means there has to be a lot of outreach that's, that's occurring and the numbers of those inquiries and, and perspective, those leads that you need at the university, how are we fielding those? And are we working them correctly? So I like to shop and see what that experience is like. I wanna know, what exactly are we up against? Because we have some of the same academic programs that a university does that's online, that's very uh, accessible to students. But besides cost and tuition and delivery, what's the customer service experience like looking at different universities, colleges, universities out there? I want to know, and then I also want to compare uh, what kind of experience am I helping, assisting to lead and provide for prospective students at, at our university? What, what does that feel like? There is a, uh, there's something out there that, you know, we think we're being a little bit too 
aggressive sometimes, right, in the admissions office. We're calling them too often. And, um, we're, we're getting them too much communication. Uh, that's not, uh, you can't look at it like that. If you do, it does come through. I'm not trying to get any type of training here. But if let's just be honest. If we are coaching and teaching and, and working with our admission staff, if you, if you feel that you're off-putting or bothering a prospective student, it will come across like that. It does come across like that. So it's okay to call them. And it's okay to follow up if they didn't call you back. Because they said that they were interested in a program and you're just following up with that. Now, if you're not going to call them, someone else is. And that's why I shop. And that's why I look around. Because I want to know what we're up against. So you, leader, indirect leader within your office, do it. Get online. I have a Gmail that I just use, right? Just for that. I want to see what I get. How, what's the frequency that I get it? And then what the fo- what's that follow-up like? Because if, if I'm getting that and I see it from, you know, and, the, and these are, this is data and things like that you can start tracking yourself that you can utilize and really uh, sit down and even show and share with your marketing department. Not everyone's going to have time to do this, but you can run a special project just on your own. I like to even do them on Sunday or Saturday afternoons and show like, wow, I'm getting this information at this time. I got a phone call and yeah, it was from a third party and I'm not here hating on that. I got it from a third party, but they called me. Um, I, I, I can't speak to somebody at the university until Monday, but, my, but they acknowledged that they knew who I am. The interest of our prospective students isn't always between university business hours. Right, and I know that we're not going to extend business hours to be 24-7 working a, a phone line. But what do we have set in place to make sure that we are responding to those prospective students who might work third shift, sleep during the day, or might have a couple of jobs and balancing, just balancing home and work and family. Um, and we only have 8 to 5 or 9 to 5. We're really actively calling those students, but... We know with the admissions counselors, they're not just actively calling students, and they're also they're wearing a lot of hats too. So what do we have in place, and what? And many of y'all maybe already do, but I know there's a lot of admissions offices around that that don't, and it's a small shop. So what are we doing to get in touch with those students? What kind of investment is the university willing to put forth to make sure that that infrastructure is there? Is there support staff there? To, to work with these inquiries or there's an investment to outsource some of that so we're making sure that we are capturing and gathering as much information on the prospective students and assisting them through the pathway to our degree programs and to graduation. Um, I don't know if I'm just, I, I hope I don't coming off crazy and I'm talking nuts here, but I mean, that's why I secret shop. It's, I wouldn't say a secret shop. I, uh, I secret uh, prospect. <laughs> I guess you could say. I just want to look around. I want to see what the experience is like. I want to evaluate my own experience um, that I'm assisting to provide it uh, through um, uh, my admissions office. And then also seek to do more hands-on training with admissions counselors to be as active and as proactive as possible. And then on, on top of this is do we have the systems and a CRM set up that's functional 
that's functional to assist us with these outreach efforts. There's a lot of things that we want to do and that we want to grow, but if the support isn't there, both in the technology and the development and coaching of the staff, you could have an amazing degree program, but not a pathway to get information and to inquire and to be acknowledged and assisted into the uh, university pipeline and into a seated course or an online course uh, towards graduation or uh, to continue your education in a graduate program. So that's all I got today, short and sweet, under 10 minutes. I want to have some more smaller uh, episodes like this. I'll call them my soapbox episodes, but I'm a secret shopper. I'm a prospective student at a lot of different universities online and brick and mortar and I want to know what the experience is like. You can run these tests in your offices uh, and your downtime and uh, see what that experience is like and see what you're up against. And then really uh, reflect, measure, acknowledge. And then the first thing after you acknowledge is set an action plan to make some change. It's not going to happen overnight, but you can make some small incremental changes over time with some of the information you've collected as far as how you responded to by other universities and colleges that are out there um, that maybe have a larger budget and uh, more to work with than uh, some of us at the smaller nonprofit, for-profit private schools. All right, you all have a good day and thanks for tuning in.